Yeah, as I said yesterday when we chatted a little bit, I'm I'm really I really hope that we don't disappoint. Like what's worse than having someone who's excited about a product sign up and use it and then it's like meh, that's not so great. <laughs> So Matt is still on the road. I think the last update I heard was that he had made it to Canada. Um, but doing this podcast on my own is kind of boring. So I thought this week I would invite a guest on. So uh, welcome, Benedict. Hello. Nice to be here. <laughs> Thanks for being here on uh, such a short notice. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so I know Benedict from... Uh, the conference that he's uh, a co-organizer of called FemtoConf, which is an awesome, very small conference in Germany that I attended in 2018. Actually, I wanted to <laughs> attend it this year as well, but it was actually sold out when I wanted to book my ticket. So they really mean it um, that it's it's supposed to be a, a small event. Um, but yeah, I really recommend everyone to check out FemtoConf if they want to if they want to get the microconf experience on a like tiny scale <laughs> yeah. in Europe. <laughs> and then Benedict is also one of the co-founders of an awesome SaaS tool called UserList, which is uh, something I just signed up for yesterday for, for Branch. And uh, Benedict and I spoke a little bit when he was kind of onboarding me, I guess. And... Uh, I asked him if he wanted to come on the show. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. Uh, I used to run a podcast together with my uh, co-host back then, but our schedules wouldn't really align. So it was always a, a struggle and I stopped podcasting and I feel like I should get back into it. So this is a great opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, it, I'm excited to talk about UserList a little bit because it's actually... There are a few products that you just kind of like when you hear about them and you see them, you just get a, you just get excited and you just really want to try them and you feel like you you could be a really good fit for that. I've been feeling that recently with a product like Superhuman, and I was actually really bummed when I found out that it only works for Gmail and I don't want to use Gmail for for my email anymore if uh. I if I don't have to. Um, and then I so I actually I use Polymail now, which is pretty cool as well. But UserList is actually another tool that I was just really excited to start using. So I'm kind of excited to hear more about what you guys are working on and, and what the, the plan is. Nice. Yeah. As I said yesterday, when we chatted a little bit, I'm, I'm really, I really hope that we don't disappoint. Like what's worse than having someone who's excited about a product sign up and use it. And then it's like, meh, that's not so great. <laughs> this was something else. Uh, this is something else than I imagined. So I, I really hope it, it will work for you. Yeah, well, I hope so too. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> I actually I have the same kind of worry with Branch because um, I spoke about this on another episode, I think. But when I talk about Branch, I get really excited and I, I, I'm more interested in talking about my vision for mm -hmm. it. So I always talk about like what it's going to do and how awesome it's going to be in the future. But then maybe it's like a little bit underwhelming when you actually start using it. <laughs> Hopefully not too much. Yeah, yeah. Same, same situation. <laughs> would you uh, would you mind telling um, p 
people a little bit about what UserList is, uh, what kind of tool it is, and then what, like where you're you're at as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you have two co-founders as well, and like kind of like what you're up to and what the status is. Yeah, absolutely. So um, UserList is a customer messaging tool for software as a service applications. It's basically meant for all the automated emails that you send when people sign up, um, like onboarding emails, um, educational stuff, broadcasts for when you have a feature feature announcement, stuff like that, like ongoing customer communication, but limited to post signups. So we don't really support um, any of those fancy marketing activities, but everything that happens communication wise after people sign up, that's what, what we're trying to tackle. Um, we, we feel like we're like in between the doing it entirely yourself and super powerful tools like Customer.io or Intercom. We, are, we feel like we're somewhere in the middle there. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So right now we only send emails. Um, there's a to-do on my to-do list uh, to actually get into implementing in-app messaging but um, that's still to come. And one aspect there is that we don't really want to support chat. So it's only like one-way messaging because we've seen a lot of people who like get overwhelmed by the intercom chat widget, like both, uh, both as a customer when it constantly pops up and bugs you, <laughs> but also like as, mm. a, as a provider, always getting those uh, not very helpful messages like, Hey, something's broken. Please fix it. And you're like, huh, that's, yeah, w- what's up? And then you start chatting and it takes a lot of your time. And in the end, it was just, I don't know, the user clicked the wrong button or something like that. Yeah. So we want to build a simpler tool that still allows you to do some basic automation, um, like the onboarding stuff, and uh, but but not like have a huge chat platform like Intercom is, for example. Mm. Yeah. Well, so so far that my experience was that that's exactly what it is right now. <laughs> it's it's a really good tool to like feed your user data into it and then kind of yeah, send customized messages based on that. And it's very simple. Yeah, that's that was the goal and obviously it's like our MVP version of it. Um it will probably get more more feature rich and probably even more complicated over time, but like one of our goals is to make at least the user interface super simple to use. So it's not as overwhelming as other tools, tools mm. might be. Cool. Um, before we dive more into uh, user list and um, also like how I'm using it, um, Matt and I, we usually do these updates where we split it between a maker update and a manager update. And that's inspired by uh, Paul Graham's uh, essay called Maker Schedule and Manager Schedule or something like that, where he basically talks about the differences between those two schedules, mm-hmm. like how the, the maker time is very important and very precious. <laughs> um, but that kind of made me curious as well about like your role um, at UserList because mm-hmm. you're, you're primarily the developer, right? Yep. So do you have mostly maker time or do you have some manager stuff you need to do as well or um yes so we have three co-founders um 
Uh, it's uh, Claire Sullentrop, who's our marketing advisor. It's Shane Portman, who's like doing design and product vision and stuff like that. And then I'm the, the technical co-founder, so to say. Um, so I'm definitely building a lot, <laughs> like uh, doing a lot of coding. Um, but we are all involved in like the manager type of stuff. Like, for example, just last week, we realized that when we set up a business last year, we had this address from our registered agent in the US and realized, oh, this isn't really a address where we can re receive regular mail with. Like, it's just for government stuff. And we're like, oh, okay, interesting. Mm. So we started researching and had to set up stuff like a virtual mailbox and then oh, we probably need also need a phone number. Not that we ever want to do phone support, but like when you sign up somewhere, like for example, in Stripe, they need a phone number. And this, this phone number is also on the invoices we send to people. So like using one of our private phone numbers wasn't really an option there. So we had to sign up for a virtual phone number. And I don't know, stuff like that, that, that keeps popping up and we split it equally between the three of us. So it's not... So my, my time is not always just um, uh, making stuff. And yeah, let's not forget accounting as well and finances. <laughs> I'm taking care a little bit of that as well. <laughs> well, even uh, onboarding me over Twitter DMs yesterday is what I would think of as like manager time and not maker time. Yeah, yeah. Probably true. Yeah. Cool. And then, like, we are all doing this on the side, so it's not our full-time project right now. So you can imagine there's a lot of other stuff going on as well. How much time are you spending you typically in a week um, on user list? These days, it's 50-50, I guess. Um, I'm still doing consulting work, so that takes some time. And, um, yeah, every other little free time is uh, occupied by user list. <laughs> Well, maybe those 50% you spend on consulting is actually manager time where, where you're doing fundraising for Userlist. Yeah, you could argue that it's that that's the case, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you want to do uh, do you want to do your formal update now or do you want me to go first? Uh, you go first because I already mentioned a few things. Let's uh, I, I, I use the time to think about what else did I do in the last week. <laughs> I'll do my uh, my manager stuff first then. Um, so basically this week, what I'm really focused on is trying to... Um, so backstory is that I spent uh, the past few weeks doing a pretty big refactoring of the branch code base. And um, last week I decided to basically start the app from scratch on a new domain so I didn't have to worry too much about backwards compatibility. Um, I realized that's probably the last time I'm able to do that mm -hmm. in the lifespan of brain, hopefully. Um, so basically, I'm almost done with everything that needs to be sorted out before I invite people. Um, so my main priority this week was to get started with inviting people into what I now call the new branch. Um, and the way... So one struggle I've had is that it's hard to get developers on calls um there i'm i took a personality test that told me that i'm 76 percent extrovert and i think that's kind of atypical for a lot of developers <laughs> yeah probably um 
I think most of them are introverts and they hate getting interrupted and like jumping on a call and stuff like that. So I didn't, I've never had a good like success rate when it will like trying to get people on calls. Um, so my idea this week was to start recording these screencasts and then send them to people as basically their onboarding or at least to like kick off their onboarding. So I'll record a screencast for each of the people I want to invite into the app and basically show them around. And of course, it's going to be tailored to what I know their use case is. Um, I'm using something called Loom for this, which is awesome because it has like a little circle with my face in the corner of the screen. So it's it's very personal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just like records your screen and then it's immediately it's like uploaded and ready to share. Um, and I actually, right before we recorded this, I recorded and sent out my first screencast. So I'm actually very excited as soon as we get off this call to see if... Uh, if the person have watched it, <laughs> if he's received it. Um, so, so yeah, the, I'm, I'm pretty, one question, sorry. uh, does it like, do you do like personalized, like, do you record this for every single customer you onboard? Yeah, that's the plan ah, for now. Cause it's, it's so early with this. Cause I, I kind of like took a few steps back to a very early stage. Um, so I want to do it for each person. Um, and I think it'll be worth the time because like preferably I would do calls with them, but it's just, I'm spending too much time trying to schedule that and make it happen. Mm. So this way, like I can spend 10 or 15 minutes recording the screencast and then it's done and then they have it and they can refer back to it to see like which commands I used and stuff like that. That's clever. That's, that's super clever. Instead of like spending the 15 minutes trying to get someone on a call, you just spend it on doing the call without them essentially. And then, yeah, I like it. Yeah. We'll see how it works. Um, I don't have any, uh, any, uh, feedback yet, but I don't know. I have a good feeling about it. Maybe there's even like a little bit of social capital. Like they, they feel like they're more inclined to sign up because now I recorded a screencast for them and like made an effort. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that works. Um, and that's like my main manager thing this week, I guess. Um, for the maker side, I'll just go straight into that. Sure. I I have been working on the refactoring stuff mostly, and uh, it's kind of like when you when you decide that you're gonna do a big refactor and change a lot of stuff, it's kind of it's a little bit tiresome because you feel like you're going <laughs> one step forward and then two steps back all of a sudden. And it's just a lot of, um, you feel like you're almost starting over again. So mm. there's a lot of stuff you have to do that you already did one time. And it's just, it's so it feels like you're slowing down, but actually it went w way faster than I thought it would. Um, I made, I had some pretty, good ideas about how I could do it faster. Um, spinning the app up on a new instance was obviously a big deal in, in getting there faster because I could just not worry about the backwards compatibility yeah. at all, um, which was a big relief. Um, and then like I've just been this week, I've just been more motivated than I've ever ha have been in like the past six months. 
because I feel like I have a really good base of the app right now. So like last night I was coding until like 11 at night, which is very <laughs> unusual for me. I'm not a, I'm usually in bed at 11. Um, but I just couldn't, I just wanted to finish something because I was super excited about it. Um, so I know I feel really good about where I'm at right now. And then basically my plan is to split my time 50-50 and then spend every morning just improve the product a little bit from where where I'm at now. And then in the afternoon, do these screencasts and basically do anything it takes to get people into a trial. Um, I'm also like trying to figure out how my trial is going to work. Um, it's going to be a free trial for sure. But like the length or maybe it's going to be usage based and then also like figuring out the pricing after that. Mm -hmm. But anyways, it's just so new and fresh. <laughs> so like I need more feedback before I can make good decisions. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. That was kind of my update. So uh, do you have something on the maker side to share maybe? Yeah, on the maker side, I've been making a lot of Im little improvements on user list. Um, recently set a launch date and I don't think I'm allowed to share it. At least not now. <laughs> we didn't really talk about it, so I'm not not going to say anything um but let's say we we, we launch we, we plan to launch soon and we had a list of like small things that should be improved in the app before we, we actually do it and it was like stupid stuff like password resets and i don't know some ui improvements and so it's a lot of little stuff but overall i think it makes the product better and also like you send up you send over a couple of changes or, or, or bugs basically yesterday so I'm fixing small stuff like that. And this morning when I looked into your account, I noticed that we're not correctly parsing some of the time formats. So I fixed that earlier today. And um, yeah, lots of little improvements that hopefully make the product better overall. Nice. Well, I didn't notice <laughs> those. I was That's quick enough to, yeah. to fix it before you notice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then on the, the manager side, I guess you kind of already. Yeah, I already shared. shared a little bit of it. Um, yeah, basically doing uh, like all this stuff related to the phone number, the address. Um, we have a growth dashboard where we basically track some numbers. Um, it sounds fancy, but it's basically just a Google sheet with some, some columns and uh, uh, rows for different metrics we track. So this is always my task at the nice. beginning of a month to just collect those. How many website visitors did we have? Like how many email subscribers do we have? How many trials converted and stuff like that. And just so we have an, a rough idea what's going on month over month. Nice. So yeah, that was also one it of my tasks. Reminds me of, it reminds me of, uh, did you see Brian Castles? Uh, he had like a small like dashboard slash email thing that would send out your metrics like that yes yes i saw that i think that's that tries to solve a similar problem we explicitly decided to not do anything fancy and just use a spreadsheet because from from past experience like just getting everything to collect automatically is as mm -hmm. much work as just doing it yourself <laughs> yeah yeah and so right now it's i don't know maybe 20 metrics or so so i just spend a half an hour and open all up open up all those tools and copy out the numbers and that's it so 
yeah and it's nice. just once a month so it's not not that big of a problem hmm. yeah nice i there is um i kind of wanted to share with you <laughs> i wrote down a note that it's my dream for like how i want to use a user list um but i want to share it with you and hear like so maybe you can see if you think you can live up to the expectations i have okay <laughs> Um, so basically, I mean, there's two two ways I want to use it. The first one is is the emails. Like I want to send onboarding sequences and stuff like that. Uh, in branch right now, I have a very basic onboarding. So basically, like you can't do anything before you do three things first. Like first, you need to connect it to GitHub or Bitbucket. Um, after that, you need to add a project. And when you have a project and you need to run a build, and until you have a green build, you can't do anything else. Like mm -hmm. I'm not letting you into any like any other parts of the app until you have that basic setup. So hopefully like the onboarding sequence for me can help them get through that. So if they get stuck on one of those steps, I can send them helpful emails about that. Mm -hmm. So that's the one part. That's like I feel like I could already do if I really build something myself i could probably do that with convert kit already um but it would require quite a lot of tinkering um but then the other thing that i'm actually most excited about is is more related to your name i guess the user list yeah. <laughs> um because i want to see like i want to have a really good overview of all my users and where they are like in their in the onboarding the kind of like in the how they're doing in their trials and stuff like that. So I'm really attracted to the way you can add different segments inside of user list. Um, so basically like when they're going through the onboarding, I want to be able to see how many people are in each step of the onboarding, which I think is, is going to be pretty easy because I track all those events right now. And then also like just doing the trial. So I think right now my free trial is basically going to be, that I give people uh, 50 free builds and then the trial basically runs for however long it takes for them to run 50 builds. Mm -hmm. um, so like I want to be able to see in user list how far they are, like if, if it's, if they stuck or like if they didn't run a build for a long time or if they, if they only have failed builds and I need to like help them get to a green build, stuff like that. Cause like I hope that this like segment overview that you offer can just make me a really like helpful um like when I try to make sure that people become paid users I would I feel like it it's going to give me a really nice overview of where I need to who I need to talk to and like where the kind of like the low hanging fruits are <laughs> yeah in my lead funnel or my trial funnel right now does that sound like a like a typical use case? Yeah, that's definitely something you can do with segments in inside of user list. That's actually what we do as well. Like we have a we have a lot of segments by now, and uh, all of them trying to figure out where where user is at right now. Are they are they checking along nicely and basically sending a lot of emails already and tracking tracking their user data and stuff, or did we notice that they for example, had an active campaign, but now they passed all of them. So what's up there? So 
basically have a way to notice when people get stuck or have problems and then be able to either have an automated campaign run and uh, reach out to them or sometimes we just use it to yeah basically look get in there get a, get an idea and then send them a personal email and just asking them what's up and how can we help um so yeah you can definitely do that i'm curious when you look because you said you looked into my account earlier like when you look at my account right now how how close am i to be like considered a successful onboarded user let me check i i think you already <laughs> passed like um the most important step of getting getting your data flowing um yeah so while you check i can say that i used segment um to a uh, segment.com to collect all my events and uh, it was really easy because the way uh Laravel, which I use for the backend of Branch, has a really nice event system. So basically, I was able to just send a lot of events into Segment really easily. And then connecting that to user list was insanely easy. Like it took me two minutes from signing up to user list before data was flowing in there. So I was really excited about that. Yeah, that that was the main reason why we why we integrated with Segment just to make that step a lot easier. Because before that, like you, you'd had to integrate user list into your code base, and yeah, still you have to integrate segment right now. But once you've done that, you get access to so many tools, and user list is just one of them now. So it hopefully makes it easier. Yeah. I mean, with segment right now, anything I can do with Zapier, for example, like I can I can set up Saps based on whatever event that can happen in branch right now because i'm using segment and that's extremely powerful to yep. be able to do that yep that's that's exactly this so yeah you you you're considered a uh completed integration user and that's one big step into the right direction <laughs> mm. so the next the next goal for us would be for you to set up a, a campaign and actually activate it and start sending uh because like mm. once you're over that hump um we'd be pretty confident that you actually get some value and then convert it to a paying user yeah that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> well i plan on doing that soon but uh, as as especially if i stop onboarding people manually i'll need that um, yeah I don't know. I really like the idea of collecting the events early, even if I don't need it right now. <laughs> yeah. And like for us, even before we had like automated onboarding emails for ourselves, we would just like track the data and use the segments to, to figure out, like, as I said before, like where, where are people at and where are they stuck? And then just send them the email ourselves and use the tool just to get an idea about what's going on. Yeah. I really want to use the segments to find like those opportunities to get people to the next stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I see it almost as like a game or it's almost, <laughs> I think you could even gamify it a little bit. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Like if I know that once, pe once people have done like 20 builds, I know that they're going to, like there's a really high chance that they're going to be keep using the tool for a while. It's like I can be like oh, I'm almost there, like only two bills more, and then yeah, yeah, then the magic is gonna happen. 
Yeah, definitely. You should, but you should definitely set up a segment that um, that also tries to figure out when people f like are at danger of dropping out, like when they did a yeah. couple of builds, but then for some reason they stopped uh, stopped running builds for like a week or so. That's a, I think that's mm -hmm. a pretty good indicator to to yeah to to get a warning basically that hey, there's something up. They they have a problem and I don't know, they, they are probably yeah. not converting. We didn't have that for a while, uh, but uh, yeah, um, we noticed that that is super helpful to catch those early. That makes sense. So you said that you guys were working, are you, all of you are only part-time, right? Yes, exactly. We, we only do this part-time, um, mostly because of money, like, <laughs> We all have to pay our rent and get some food from time to time. So it's only a part-time thing for us. Um, yeah. But the work is split by three, so it's it's actually manageable. Um, and yeah. Do you hope to be able to do it full-time sometime after you launch? Or? Uh, the goal is definitely to do it full-time, but I feel like it will take a little while um, to get the revenue to a point where it can actually support all, all three of us. Cool. Well, we're about to hit the, the half hour mark here and that's usually where we, where we end. So, uh, I'm, I'm really happy that you wanted to jump on and help me out here last minute. So I didn't have to do the show on my own. Sure. As I said, it's a pleasure and, uh, it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> cool. If, uh, if people want to know more about you or UserList or FemtoConf, where, where should they go? Um, yeah, for UserList, uh, UserList.io. And uh, we are also on Twitter. I think it's at UserList.io without a dot. And um, for everything else, I guess you have show notes. <laughs> so it's probably yeah, yeah. better to go there and just click on the link than trying to remember whatever I spell, spell out here. <laughs> Try to spell spell benedict dyke <laughs> yep um yeah not going to start that because then yeah. we definitely go over the 30 minute mark <laughs> <laughs> well i'm i'll make sure to put everything relevant in the show notes and then uh, once again thank you very much benedict it was good chatting to you yeah it was fun uh thanks for having me bye bye, bye.